0: On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to On the Block. Eastrick here and Austin Orman. We thank you guys always for joining us here on the block. Two to four each and every day. We thank you for the wonderful uh, messages that we receive from you. Also on the text as well. YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter is where you can find us. Also on Alo 951 you can also be found there. But right now, um, Austin, how are you doing today, my friend? All is well there in Dallas, Texas. Oh, ooh, shoot.
0: I'm in Dallas, Texas. There in
1: <laughs> Lincoln, uh, Nebraska.
0: <laughs> yes. Glad to hear you're doing well. Uh, it's, it's rainy. It's dreary out here today, yeah. Strick. That's what it is. It's been drizzling off and on all day. I haven't cried based on the Colts yet, but I'm not not thrilled with the, the draft picks. I'm not thrilled with what the owner's doing on Twitter. But, hey, that's a story for next hour.
1: Well, that was one of the things that we're definitely going to dig heavily into. Is NFL. Uh, round one has been completed. There's some uh, some winners, some losers, possibly some disappointments. We'll definitely get into that in the second hour of the day. Um, some, we have a short segment here, so there's some definite uh, Husker news and – there's some news about our sponsors, which is Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Uh, you can always go down there and get you a wonderful meal. They are open today, Wednesday, through the weekend. You can go down there and tap in with Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Charles and the crew will always take good care of you. Um, let's let's get right, right into this, man. Um, Casey Thompson. Um, that was one that I did not uh, foresee. Uh, I understood that he was dealing with an injury. He is a senior. Um, and there's some there's some pieces to that that I will um, ask of you, but I want to hear your thoughts first and foremost
0: about the transfer, good, bad, or indifferent. So given that the transfer portal has been open for a couple weeks already, I know Nebraska just finished up spring ball. If Casey was going to transfer – I would have thought it would have happened in the winter window, not this kind of post spring window um, because he was there. He stuck it out. He took the time to learn a whole new offense all winter, knowing that he was hurt, that he wasn't going to be able to throw in spring. So if he was going to transfer, I would have thought it would have happened earlier. But again, this is the day and age of quarterbacks that we're in, right? Casey Thompson behind physically, um didn't get a chance to get those reps in spring to work with some of the new teammates um some of them in new spots maybe along the offensive line and Janarin Bonner moved from you know wide receiver to that that hybrid kind of fullback tight end position um so he's a little bit behind there but I still think he would have had a non-zero chance to win the job come this fall if he was healthy I think he was at a disadvantage, too, because the coaching staff handpicked Jeff Sims. It seems like that's the guy that they want to run their offense, that they're building a lot around him and his skill set. But Casey Thompson was the adult in the room last year. You know, he's a grown man. He's played plenty of college football. He's been around the block. Very professional in his mindset, his attitude, and how he goes about it. So this, to me, was Casey Thompson just taking his time, weighing all his options, and then ultimately you know, deciding that hey, they brought in someone else. They seem to like his style a little bit better than me. And I know I can go start somewhere once I get healthy. I'm I'm smart enough. I can handle, you know, learning a playbook in a summer and then an early fall camp. And that's what's going to be best for me. So I I don't begrudge him the decision from the Nebraska perspective. I, I think it's a bummer because now you're incredibly unproven in terms of the depth in that room. Uh, you have Trevor Purdy, who still looks sped up, who has to take a big step forward uh, to prove that he can, you know, control and be in command of an offense in the Big Ten against the caliber of defenses there, and Heinrich Harburg, who hasn't seen the field yet at quarterback, who still has, you know, the tools but hasn't, you know, been able to show us anything consistent in terms of his play on the field. So the best case scenario for Nebraska was keeping Casey Thompson around. But again, given the day and age of quarterbacks and the situation with the coaching change, it's not surprising that Casey's out the door.
1: Oh, there's there there's no question, and that was one of the things that I was gonna uh, actually um, elaborate on, and I'll just kind of, you know, get behind you in this in, in this same discussion is that Casey Thompson being a senior, Jeff Sims being a a, a junior, um, he was a guy that was specifically specifically brought in by this coaching staff. Um, and like you said, I mean, being at a disadvantage as a senior, learning a whole new playbook, not being able to throw, knowing what, um, the finished product of the injury is going to be, how, you know, you're going to be able to make throws, uh, is there going to be any, um, hurts or, or, you know, tenderness or whatever the case may be, as far as being a quarterback and having to make, make, make the big plays and throws and you're, you're a year older. Uh, than the guy that they actually like, so I thought it was pretty tough. Um, you know, sometimes I think also making a move uh, in the winter season, you know, after you've gotten this, you you want to kind of get through that rehab stuff, right? you don't you know because you're kind of familiar with the doctors you're you' you're familiar with the medical staff, you're familiar with all so so I can understand why he didn't do it in the winter time uh, because of that you you want to be able okay, to kind of right. complete that whole cycle. Um, of of, of no, like for team example, team. yeah. I mean, like for example, I'm, when I when I was playing with the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, I had a partially torn meniscus. Um, yes, the doctors told me, gave me advice, said you know you could play on it hurt, you can uh, you can get the surgery, or you know they gave me multiple options. Uh, but I was familiar with the uh, my Dallas crew um that i had always spent a lot of time with i i knew that they were familiar with me and i knew that they would tell me the truth you know and so i actually went and flew down there and took personal time and and got with with my dallas uh, medical staff and, and and they gave me pretty much a confirmation so i can understand why he wanted to do that potentially but it does hurt because now your, your, your room has shrunk. You needed it. You needed it to happen. You know, it was going to happen. I mean, smothers, I pretty much knew that that was going to happen. I was hoping Tor, Torres would stay around a little bit. Um, I know he's got, he's got a big arm. He's probably got one of the best arms in the room. Um, I thought, I thought hopefully he would stay around, but he must, he, he wasn't getting traction, I guess. So he found out he needed to bounce. And so, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it is, man. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that they can, um, you know, find a good spark in Jeff Sims.
0: I, it's a, it's a fascinating spot to be in because if you look at what Jeff Sims, Heinrich Harburg bring to the table physically, they look the part. They absolutely look the part, have the arm you're asking for, have the the mobility you're asking for. Then it comes down to how are they mentally? Can they handle the demands? How are they, you know, in in the locker room, in the huddle? Can they command it? And then most importantly, it's can they put it all together? We haven't seen that consistently from Jeff Sims with his completion percentage and some inaccuracy uh, at Georgia Tech. Heinrich Harburg hasn't you know, taken a snap at the D1 level. He's played, you know, class, what, C1, C2 football for Carney Catholic. Those are his last game actions. Chuba Purdy, maybe just a smaller version of those guys, not as tall, maybe not quite as big an arm, but again, looks sped up. The value of a guy like Casey Thompson is that he didn't get sped up. Casey mm-hmm. Thompson, we know the issues with, no, the, the lack of reliable weapons last year had a couple, maybe not enough. The lack of protection, Casey Thompson didn't complain, didn't get rattled, which I think was huge. And yeah, there were some weird misses he had last year, some throws that he wants back and some that maybe shouldn't be coming out of the hand of a guy as, as experienced as him. But Casey Thompson wasn't the problem last year. So you can talk me into Sims, maybe Harburg, but definitely Sims having a higher ceiling than Casey Thompson did but in year one of, you know, a rebuild of a retool like Nebraska is going under, I think there's some value in just having steadiness at the quarterback play in knowing what you get out of that position, the leadership, the culture element, and then trying to move forward to that position from there.
1: That's what I was hoping. That's why I was hoping that he would stay around, um, that he wouldn't leave because I, I had, I, I have a, um, kind of a peace of mind when you, when you think about Casey Thompson, when he's out there, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's going to be doing the work, you know, he's going to be studying, you know, he's going to be uh, taking into account all of the roles and those people around them. And he's going to be looking for the guys that are going to be most effective and trying to help them to win. I mean, that's how him and Palmer found great connection and helped Palmer to get drafted. I mean, shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, it's helping Palmer's going to be drafted. Let's just let's probably just tonight. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometime today or tomorrow. Yeah. Sometime today. He's going to be drafted. So, um, yeah, but that's how it is right now at Husker football. Um, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of shaking. They still need some more things. I real, I still think they need to be looking in the, at the line, the offensive line. I mean, they, they're telling me they're telling me what they want me to want me to hear. And they're saying all of the coach speak things, but let, let's be real about it. I, I'm still not secure on what they have at the line position, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Definitely in the trenches as well on the defensive side of things. Um we're hoping to see definitely some more impactful type of of players there uh, possibly that you can draw in and still shrink some of those rooms, But that's just a little bit of talk about the uh, transfer portal. Um, It's unfortunate to lose Casey Thompson at this time. Uh, We wish him well. We we hope that he's able to um, secure a great location for him to be able to uh, showcase his skills, wherever that might be. We're hoping that it happens for him. Uh, He was a good one. He was a good one to have both around the locker room and around the team. And he was a tremendous leader. So, Shout out to Casey Thompson as he makes his move to wherever that's going to be. And hopefully we'll hear soon. But we've got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll have, uh, you know, a little fun time. It's Friday. <laughs> we'll have a little fun on the show. Uh, we'll we'll get a little uh, scouting report on our friend and our partner here on the show, Austin Orman. And we'll find out maybe a little bit about Strix 2K rating when we come back right after this.